and you're listening to the mother of all podcasts. And here we have Mr. Crean back from his jaunt at Manchester. Big question marks over... <laughs> what are you laughing at? Big, big question marks over his performance. And this is the mother of all podcasts. And we won't be shedding any sympathy for that particular run. Or will we? Let's get straight to it. You know what? I, I, I want to know, John Joe. Did you actually watch it? Or is it just, just the results? Um, well. And did someone else give you the results as well? <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth would I want to sit there and watch people run? You know, I mean. <laughs> you know, that, that is almost as bad as the football. I mean. Why people watch that sport is, is another big question mark I've got in my life. But um, no, the answer is an honest uh, no. I did not uh, watch the uh, the marathon. Um, I was painting the fence. <laughs> Watching paint dry instead. More interesting, was it? But no, I, I did look at the result. I did look at the result. And um, I also... Uh, gained information from yourself on the performance. And I scrutinised the result, actually, for the first time ever, because I was interested. I wished for you to do well. Um, so I looked at the 10K, the, the half stage, and where you were. I looked at the result. I compared you with the winner, Johnny Meller from the Liverpool Harriers. Um, I compared that, and um, the, the data was very interesting to me. Uh, and then, of course... I got your response from the race, which I thought was very interesting. And then I heard lots of other athletes talk about it uh, and re lots of raised eyebrows. Um, um, but before we, we go there, a big shout out to two men I'm, I'm currently working with. They are listening to the show in the bin wagon. They tend to play our podcast very loudly <laughs> and passers-by potentially think that we're canvassing um, when they realise that we're collecting the rubbish. Um, we are not canvassing for votes in this town. It would, you'd be wasting your time anyway, wouldn't you? I mean, the elections are, uh, Just, are upon us, aren't they? Yes, two cheeks <laughs> on the same backside. Which one are you going to vote for, I wonder? So a big shout-out to Josh Stamford and Baz Hilton. Interestingly, they're getting out there... Um, could even give James a shout-out as well, but he's not listening, so I'd rather not... Um, but uh, Josh and Baz, they're getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym to eat their spinach and lift their weights um, before they get to work. Of course, then I'm carrying them then all day, but that's another story. <laughs> but uh, that takes a lot of commitment, effort to do that. And I've got respect for people who, who train and, and make efforts uh, to exercise and what do you think about that getting up at 4am um, to do some weights in a 24 hour gym before getting to work to do a physical job you, yeah you I mean, that? yeah respect I mean it, it obviously um, depends obviously what you're doing afterwards could you you know could you fit it in in after work or not you, you know if you've got family and stuff probably probably not and things so mm. I suppose that that's the time you take it to yourself you're getting up anyway to go to work get up a, a bit earlier and, and get your workout in Makes sense, to be fair. So there we go. Yeah, that's nice to uh, recognise some of our listeners. And uh, we're still very big in India. Um, and that's 
often bemuse me, but um, I like to tell people that we are very big in India. Yeah. I haven't checked the stats lately, so we, we, we might not be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we might not be big in India anymore. Well, that, that would give me some restless nights. Um, you've been uh, speaking on a podcast this week. Um, I must say, you know, I couldn't believe you, you'd gone on a show without me, but, you know, never mind. Um, it's called The Inside of the, the Sweater. What's it called? <laughs> Inside Jogging Podcast. Inside Jogging and uh, how were you uh, received on this particular podcast with uh, go on tell us about that first of all how do you feel about that particular interview it was it was it was, it was very um, very nice of uh, Aaron Scott who's one of the hosts of it to, to invite me on um, after Manchester and um, yeah I mean I listened to so they did how it came about was they did a live commentary um, they got the stream up and they went live on on Facebook um, with the uh, with the marathon and they were sort of commentating on it and uh, I was listening to to uh, Aaron Scott Matt Clouds and, and Josh Lund and um, they had a, they, obviously watching me the lead for the, the first 10 miles or so they, they had their own questions and and thoughts um, and so I, I just happened to sort of message them um, on Instagram just with just, just some answers to the, the questions they sort of had they wondered what was going through my mind and can why you, I decided you, to do can that you tell me Tell us about those questions that they were asking. Yeah, so can you I, list them? Yeah, so I mean, one was was why um, why I took why I went out as hard as I did um, and pushed it like that uh, the pace um, when you had the likes of Johnny Meller and how did you um, answer that question? KFC Wood and stuff like that. Um, well, for me the, and the reason uh, you know we we spoke about it before the, the before Manchester you 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 knew what what plan I was going with and what tactics. Um, for and, our listeners, for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, um, it was always the, the race. I, I knew, obviously, the standard was was sub two fourteen. Obviously, we know Johnny Mell is well capable of it with a two ten o three clock in. Uh, Kev Seawood, um, it's two ten o nine, um, just behind Johnny in in Seville when when they both uh, ran those times back in in twenty twenty February twenty twenty, um, and then. Um, you had um, a couple of other guys in there as well that were similar sort of times. A couple of guys in there making debuts, likes of uh, likes of Ross Millington, um, uh, Andy Hayes, um, all capable of, of probably doing something special, and, and they did on on the day. Um, so you had all those guys, and, and so they, you know, the, the, the lads were asking me, or they were they were asking themselves while listening to the watching the stream, uh, why would I go out so hard with them with my PB only being sort of two eighteen and. My, my reasoning behind it and my thought process and what I spoke with my coach uh, about and what I spoke with my mum about before Manchester and, and, and this was a, a good couple of weeks leading into Manchester, this this plan was sort of put in, in stone pretty much, um, other than obviously the weather becoming a factor or, or someone else doing something different on the day, but it was all about, um, for me to, to stand a chance, to me to, to run 2.14 for a start and to me to have a chance of beating these guys, which I had to believe... I had a chance of doing otherwise what was the point of even towing the line you know I'm, I'm I'm in the elite race with them um I've got to believe that that I can beat them and um, I might you know to do that I'm gonna to have to run the fastest and the hardest and the, and the best race of, of my career um, and I might have to look out a little bit on on one or two of them having a, a bad day um, which you know occurs in, in any distance but especially the marathon um so I, I have to go in there with that with that belief and then, you know, I, I've got to go and execute a plan. And 
I'm, I'm, I don't really train with anyone particularly. Um, you and me haven't haven't trained much this this marathon block. To be fair, we haven't got out together. So uh, I've done a lot of this block alone. And the odd time I have tried to run um, in a group with with some of the, the lads on a Sunday and things, I, I've really struggled with it. Main, maybe because I haven't trained um, with anyone else sort of through this block and, and and as a whole not trained with anyone for for a good couple of years solidly. Um, has that, so, then, has that then become a weakness? Yeah, so that's something both me and my coach have, have, have spoke about since um, and for the next block, uh, once we're round to it, it's something we want to try and, and somehow work out how we can practice running in a group and get used to running in a bit of a pack so that we, we maybe have that skill. But going into Manchester, um, it was something I, I, I felt uncomfortable with and I knew as well that the, the pacemakers that were there were, were Johnny and Ross's teammates, uh, Charlie Hulson, Ben Connor. Um, Adam Craig's all, all part of the New Palance Manchester squad um, so that they you know you would look at it on paper and you knew on paper they, they were there for Johnny and they were there for Ross as well obviously you know anyone who stuck behind them was going to have some some probably some benefit of, of running in that pack with them because them taking that that lead um, but they were there for those two guys and um, my thought was one obviously I don't like running in the pack two um, that I don't want to run someone else's race. I want to run my own race. And and three was that. Tell I me about knew, that. Tell me about that feeling. I don't quite understand why you you can't run alongside other people. Um, I I no. just feel uncomfortable in the pack. I feel you know you, you know you you you're hitting against each other and and things that you know elbows are hitting and catching people's feet. I I, I just find because I'm not I'm not a very um, my running form and, and you you see it on the stream and stuff like that of the of the thing and something that people commented on from from the start is that I didn't look comfortable and um I looked I, I felt comfortable um it's just that I, I don't have a particularly efficient running style from a from a, a textbook perspective or anything like that um you know I mean we, we've talked about obviously some of the some of the greats and and they're you know probably you know not very efficient and not very technical running running forms as you know Emil Zatopek was described as a, a, a man dying when he when he ran um and um I probably probably look not too dissimilar in terms of I'm, I'm not very efficient it's not very textbook um deficient uh, definition especially especially up top um, and maybe that's because I'm, I'm carrying a bit of extra weight up top compared to some of the other guys I don't know um, that again was was commented on by the uh, the commentators um, that I was a chunky runner in comparison to uh, to the rest of the field. Um, but yeah, the the, the, the third um, one for me was was also that um, that uh, sorry the one was yeah didn't want to run other people's race didn't want to be uh, in the pack and three was that last year I'd gone off in um, two thirteen pace through halfway. So I I perceived and and get and took a guess that the group knowing that they, they needed sub two fourteen would probably be running just under two fourteen pace through halfway, um, meaning that if I went off exactly the same as I did in Manchester in in um, in October of twenty twenty one, um, I would go through halfway with with a lead, um, and possibly get to about fifteen miles still in the lead before the group caught me, and then at that point, one. Um, to get to that point, other than the likes of Johnny, Kev, um, and a couple, and you know some of the ones making a debut, if, if we're going to have the breakout performance that they they deserved off off times from shorter distances, um, it would maybe be down to maybe four or five guys left in the pack, um, and then I could sort of race those guys at that point. 
Uh, that that was the sort of the thought process. Now the group went faster. Um, they, you know they they went through um, pretty much just under two thirteen pace through halfway. So uh, the, you know they they caught me earlier. They caught me at about eleven miles. Um, I dropped from the group not long after twelve miles. And and to be fair, that was that was where I, I made um, the mistake. I, I don't think. The way I ran earlier on in the race uh, was a mistake, and, and I wouldn't change that way that I that I ran and that I set off. What I would change was would be uh, at the point that the group caught me. I pretty much, and you can watch the stream of this, um, I pretty much do about a mile to a mile and a half of, of a fartlek session um, between sort of miles eleven and twelve or twelve and a half. Um, were instead of what I should have done when they caught me was settle into that group um, and just recharge focus and start to race it a bit because you know they'd caught me up then um i needed to find myself comfort in that group at that point um but what i did was was say to myself well i don't like being in a group and i i surged um and i surged four or five times um and the last surge that i did um you you if you watch the stream you actually see me drop right back through the pack um and it looks like I would. I, I was thinking of settling in at that point into that pack, which is probably what I should have done. And then what I, I did at the very last minute was glance to my right, see that there's room, and I move right outside the pack and just charge to the front, past the pacemakers again, and try and break away from the group. Mm. Um, and that I, I I believe that it's it's that sort of mile and a half there of, of those sort of like surges um, when there's still so much of the marathon to go. That that's probably what cost me. Not saying that I, I could have done under 2.14 that day, um, but definitely I think I could have run um, faster than, than what I ended up with, um, which at the end of the day was a PB still. It was a 10-second PB. So, um, you know, I rallied um, and, and managed to hold some form together to, to come away with a, um, a slight PB. But, um, yeah, I think if, if I hadn't have done those surges and had settled in there, definitely could have done um, a, better, a better result on the day. Um, and I think that's the definitely the bit they want to take away from um, the the how I went out and how I took on the race and stuff like that I, I don't feel like I'd change not not in the type of race it was uh, with it being um, you know an opportunity to qualify for a team and make an England team or a, or a, um, a GB team. Spoke to Nathan Jones last night and he he's a good he's a good friend of yours myself he's got a lot of time for you and he thought. Um, you could have potentially gone to 2.15 on the day if you'd have played, um, um, I suppose, better cards. You know, you dealt better cards or, or you know, you, you didn't do those surges you just talked about. Yeah. And the shame for him, he was saying, is that you put all this hard work into such a thing. Well, he, he believes that you could have got 2.15. Yeah. I said to you another minute off it, you know, but maybe... 2.15, I don't know. Uh, only you will perhaps know that. Yeah. The halfway stage and all the, the surges and running just beyond your limit at this moment, maybe. What you could have done. But for, to do all that hard work and then kind of to piss it up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just not good enough. Um <laughs> It really isn't. It's good to uh, and then I think the mistake is to say, oh, I've got a PB. Because for me, you know, I've said this to you the other night, if we're very honest, and I think we need to be going forward, um, 
10 seconds in the, you know when you look back at the result was it October uh, the last year October, yeah, October yeah, yeah. so were you going back you know you've you put a lot of hard work in since then and when you got that result you were on your own you know you're on your own but this time you had 17 athletes ahead of you to chase mm. down and 10 seconds to me you know that doesn't say to me that was a success story yes we're going to learn from it all these these errors and mistakes but I wouldn't call it a PB or a success it is a PB but when, when Nathan Jones is coming out with well I think he could have got 215 on the day yeah, that's yeah. three minutes you know and then yeah, you yeah. say yeah that's a success I think that's a success and that's what you're capable of yeah but, and, and, you know. no, and, and you know yeah I mean I've said I've said you know on, on social media and, and on when people spoke to me that I'm happy with, with the run and I am I'm happy enough with the run Um I think that's what I've said. I'm happy enough with to take a PB to, you know, I know where the mistakes were with those surges. That that 100% is where I feel that the mistakes were. I think the pace, um, you know, for the rest of it, I think I'm quite happy with. Um, maybe because that that first mile was okay. It was very very quick, but it is also a downhill mile. So that that you've got to counter that into in, into it. To be fair, um, but you were still leading after 10 miles. I was still leading after 10 miles. Yeah. 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 Well, there's um, a long, long way to go. Yeah, there is. There is, and, and some not just mistakes. This was, according to to the voices that I've heard, it's it's more along the lines of lunacy, not a mistake. All these surges are not mistakes. No, the, it's crazy. Yeah, the, 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 to, the surges. Yeah, the surges. Um, when the group caught me, were were suicidal. Sort of, yeah, suicidal. They were mad, yeah. and they. But they. That's where you start to. So think, how do you walk away and say that was great? That. Because, well, I'm, really achieved, because, I'm really happy with that PB. Because even with them, I, I managed to. I, well, I'm not saying I'm really happy with that PB. Okay. But what I'm saying is that I'm I'm happy that I managed to to claw a PB in there, considering those surges in in there. I'm happy with the way the the start of the race went and the way I ran that. And I, I, as I say, I, I I wouldn't change that. I would. You put me on the start line again tomorrow. Um, and I'd run the same 10 miles the same way. What I would do is when the group co- catches me at 11, is I wouldn't surge, I'd settle in and, and try and hold. And you'd, you'd allow them to eventually move away from you, potentially. Potentially, but if I settled in, maybe they wouldn't move away from well, me. Maybe I'd manage to hold, and then obviously wouldn't. in the later stages, around the. You've got to accept that as well, haven't you? you you've, got to, you've got to accept that, yeah. And, uh, um, which is, and, and again, that's, there was another mistake that I made where once I did let them get a, start to break away um, and it was a conscious decision um, when they did start to play I mean oh, could I have held on to them after having done those surges or not I don't know but what I did was I did make a conscious decision that I need to they, they, they've caught me now they've gone past me they're starting to pull away I can rally and try and hold on or I can settle back now and try and recover a little bit reboot and then go from you know the last the last ten k the last five k, um, which is what I'd said last time round in Manchester I wanted to do and then never did. So this time I tried to do that when we got to the last ten ten k. I tried to pick it up a little bit um, and the last five k again. And there were a couple of miles over those last those last ten k or so where I did manage to get the pace back down towards what I've been running um, in some of the earlier stages and of what, it and things. What was that pace? Um, so like the five, five oh fives, five under five ten. So impressive after all so those still, surges. To, yeah. To be so able there was still back. some. There was still something there. It, you know, it, it was. I was playing on a very fine line of blowing that's up all completely the hard work and blowing that, up. I suppose um, Nathan must have seen all that hard work. You see, which could have been two fifteen. You know, um, 
because you're managing to come back down to those five, yeah, yeah. five minutes. So, well, so that's and, showing a, a, a huge level of fitness. Yeah, and, and that, I mean, that's the um, bit that I'm getting some of the comments from people are sort of saying is that, you know, if they'd, if they'd have gone off at the pace that I went through at, because don't forget, some of those early paces I was running at were a well under 210 pace, um, which, you know, does seem ludicrous to sort of thing, but I, I don't... A lot of a lot of marathon running um, is said to sort of is the best way to run a marathon is to negative split it. Um, now the the NAZ guys that, that I follow a lot. Negative split for the for the listener. Um, so that's to run the second half faster than the first half. And a lot of people advocate that. A lot of for people what advocate, reason, for what reason? Um, because of the distance, so that you can you can finish sort of stronger. You you can finish with you know more reserve. You've not you've not over you, you don't overcook yourself in the first half of the race. You you can finish strong. Um, but yeah, the, the NAZ guys and, and uh, my coach was formerly part of and uh, sort of, you know, training philosophies I've, I've followed um, for the last couple of years. And, and your coach uh, in the book, if you could could shout that out, please. The- um, so, the, so the NAZ, NAZ coach, uh, Ben Rosario, has, has just got a new book out um, with Matt Fitzgerald, who, who wrote Running, um, Running the Dream, um, which was about his marathon journey and when he went and trained with the NAZ squad for... for um, a Chicago marathon uh, a couple of years ago, but yeah, uh, Ben and, and Matt have got a new book out called Run Like a Pro. Um, and have you, so have you read the book yet? I've not read it yet. I, I'm, I'm in the process of reading it. Um, I've just been listening to them on an interview as well, actually, um, in a podcast. Them talking about it, so um, it's quite an interesting read. And, and but the the, the so, um, Ben's sort of philosophy and things that is that negative splits aren't necessarily um, how they like to run because. And and I I agree with it. Well, how um, do they like to run? So tell well, us that they, well, first. Before they, you they'd agree. like to try. They'd like to sort of either either even split or the first okay. half faster with with you trying your best to hold the second half. So what do you call that? A positive split or a um, yeah, it fast. would be a positive split. Is yeah. That what they call yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. A positive. Um, so they they don't they go for positive splits over negative splits. Yeah, and the, and the reason being that and I, and I agree with it, and it's the it's the way I like to run is that if you if you're finishing strong. You finish if you, you there's a difference between finishing strong and finishing faster on the second half than the first half. Yeah. If you're finishing the second half faster, I you run a PB. Mm. Could you have run even quicker if you'd yeah. have run the first half faster? Like how much did you sa- did you save too yeah, much can, in the first half? I can I can see that you know you run really fast and really and you put everything and then you start to slow and you're really oh, struggling but you're struggling you know and you, you get to the line whereas the other way around you're running fast. Towards the end, and you could have conti- you could have started that surge earlier. Yeah, you, you cross that line. Earlier, you cross that yeah. line with the little question yeah. of because you're still finishing with energy, and you're going, well, mm. I've still got any, you know, I've got energy left. What could I have done if I didn't have energy left? You know, by yeah. the end, like. So I mean, that seems obvious to me. But classically, why have they gone? Why have they fav- the textbooks favoured the negative split? Um, I think just because it's the majority of the times for most people has the better result. Um, well, they think see, is, is maybe the way. psychologically you see the finish line, it gives you that impetus to really push home and run yeah, hard yeah, yeah. towards the end. Yeah. Um, so that could come into it as well. Yeah. So I mean, I you it know, depends on the individual. It depends you, on the individual. Are I, you saying that you would rather do a positive split? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather try. I'd rather be consistent throughout the whole thing. Um. Well, which, I, which is what do they call that? Um, Consistency is a bit better. Even equal, even split. Even, even split. Even split. Yeah. But, um, so what what are you looking for in the marathon? Well, I'd probably go positive split sort of thing. To be fair, what because about it's positive die. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, that's why they don't have a. But then that's the thing, though. I, I, you know, 
I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I slowed down, but I didn't die. Most of the time, if you, if you went off as hard as, as I went off and you weren't fit enough, you would, you would blow up. Um, and a couple what? of the comments, Into um, so would say, well, yeah, pretty much, you know, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hold, you know, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Scott said it to me. He said, uh, you know, and he's, he's run, um, a good bit faster than me over the marathon distance. Um, when he's been at his best and he sort of said how, what's his best Aaron Scott? I'm going to say two sixteen something, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. If I, I'm sorry if I'm yeah. wrong, Aaron. There on that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, he he sort of said how um, if he'd have gone off as hard as I went off, there was no way he'd he'd have been breaking two twenty. Um, you know, he mm. just wouldn't have been able to to think. So to, for me, I think what what impressed him a bit was that they were all having a good laugh earlier on when they were watching the commentary. Um, they were watching the stream and they were commenting on it. Um, but then when I finished. To then still finish in that top twenty in the race in um, and in in two eighteen in a PB even just by a small margin um, that I managed to hold it together to to, to scrape that. Yeah, well, I mean, um, listen, it's great that you know, I mean you've given the audience something to talk about as well. I mean, if if we were all straight jackets sort of you know down the line, it'd be a very boring sport, which it, it probably is in some ways. You know, with well, the, well, that was ways. one of the other comments that people have said is they, uh, mm. they're, they're very thankful for me making the first half of the race interesting to watch. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, but do you know what? The, the, the one no, point... No, it's true, isn't it? But the one point, the one point that I, I've thought about when people have said like, well, why did you do that? Or what, you know, what were you thinking of doing that when you've got the likes of Johnny Miller and all the rest of it? Yeah. And, and the, the one little bit in my head that goes, but what if, you know, it didn't happen, but what if I had held it together and done that do you know what I mean like if yeah, well, it's easy yeah. to say it's easy yeah. to say well you know in, what were you doing video, when you blew you, up in the video you didn't look well, like you were going to hold it together did you so they probably surmised that you were but I, I was just saying my running style surging, looks I mean you looked quite my running style looks those surges, you, though, that you did look like a dying man <laughs> you watched them have you <laughs> you, sent, you sent that to me yeah. oh yeah I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're watching that and they're, think, they're not thinking this man's going to hold it together <laughs> No, there was a bit mad though, the, the surge surges they you know and as I say well, you know that's, what? That's I, I, I have every faith in you and I believe that one day you will hold it together and you will um, change his tune from yesterday the no night. I've always believed I've always <laughs> believed in you but when you make a mistake I think it's, as a friend I must call you out on those uh, what I see as mistakes you might not see that yourself and then you may be right I may be wrong but I've got to speak my mind you know I can't not speak my mind and um, it was suicidal moving on um. <laughs> well, you know what? I also thought about it. I was thinking about this because when I, when I came back on on Tuesday, uh, I'm sorry, Monday, Monday, um, you, you gave me a good a good grill in. To be fair, well, so and, you um, see that twinkle in your eye? You're really upset. I was thinking about it. I was angry. No, no, no. I was thinking about it. No, you were. You were really angry. And um, you were. I remember. I, I I was thinking about it afterwards, mm. and um, I just thought to myself. What John Joe said there <laughs> is is because because what you always say to me is be more Irish. You want yeah, me to be you want me to be yeah, more outspoken, yeah. more sort yeah, of you know say yeah. it how it is, do it yeah. you know do it my way sort of thing. Not my way. And then way. not my way, my yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And then and then what I thought about was what you've just told me about this marathon mm. is to be more English. More English. Yeah. yeah more, you've yeah, told me to be yeah, more yeah, reserved, yeah. take yeah. it back. Thinking. Yeah. Whereas what I raced was was mm. I raced being more Irish. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, when I was, and then what I also uh, thought is that that I've had a look at these these race calendars <laughs> and these race results, and I couldn't see any results from John Joe apart from the road relays. Like, yeah, there's no races. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm very proud of that. I, I want to know. You know no, I'm very, I, very, I wanna, very proud. 
that um, they don't I'm race. committed, yeah, to the team, uh, to the team, you know, and I think that's something we should all really, if if we got it, if we saw things clearly, we we would be t- more team orientated and uh, less individualist. I think we've become much more individualistic. I uh, doesn't don't think it serves uh, the sport very well to have too John many Joe? individuals. John Joe, I ran the road relays for the team as well. But you didn't I really. Didn't own no, thing. no, you, so, you, you didn't really. What I want to know, know is, you turned up and you ran <laughs> um, the the slowest pace you ever. You've never. You don't even run easy runs at that pace. You said you were going to do this six minute per mile pace as part of your training, which you did. You know, but Jessica was it Jessica Judd? I'm sure she turned up and she blistered around it for Blackburn. Yeah, ran really well. You know, and Blackburn didn't have a chance. By the way, they didn't do very well. So I was told. I'm not sure um, on that one. But they certainly didn't win anything. But yet she gave 100%. Wouldn't it be nice to see the likes of yourself, the likes of Johnny Meller, turning up for the team and giving 100% yeah. and not just turning well, up? You know, it's, it's difficult because you, you're preparing for a No, but you know who did do that? Who did do that? And uh, you've got to give him a shout out for it for it because he, he had a great run as well at Manchester. He's uh, Sale Harry and Nigel Martin. Uh, ah, well, so yeah, Nigel I was going to mention, gonna mention Nigel leg. Martin because he, he, he ran 2.15, did he? Uh, he he did. He ran so, two fifteen nineteen, and yet the week before he was at the relays. Relays, and he ran the fastest short leg of the day. Now, this is what did he run? What was the fastest short leg of the day? Oh, I, I don't know. I didn't get those results up. Um, so that would be that would be inspirational to 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 turn up for your team, uh, represent your team, mm. not just turning up and, and you know part of a training session. That's you know preparing you to save energy for another race but to give 100 percent and um and i think yeah that's perhaps what clubs are missing that camaraderie that team element and um yeah of course okay you've got to run races for yourself uh, sometimes but there's plenty of opportunity to do that but to represent the team it, it doesn't happen very often and uh, i'm looking forward to birmingham uh, this Saturday, the nationals, nationals. The coach is going there. Yeah. But the struggle that we've had to get twelve men from the Liverpool areas is really embarrassing. Really, you know, to 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 to, to have difficulty getting twelve men to represent it after having twenty two men uh, the previous week or two, two weeks ago now. Well, yeah. It will be um, having twenty two men and not quite having two teams on the world. To struggle to get twelve men um, down in Birmingham for the nationals, um, you've got to ask questions. I think first of all, and the questions you should be asking is is why, of course, why. And I think I've got reasons. I think reasons yeah. as to why. I think lacking ambition on the one hand, um, not not willing to travel on the other hand. So it's, it is more effort to travel. Yeah, yeah. So not willing to travel, lacking ambition. And re- realistically, understanding as well that we don't have any chance of winning anything in the Nationals because we were sixth in the Northerns and we're now missing men from that team. How on earth are we going to win the Nationals? It's not happening. But ambition for me is about looking not at this particular event, but looking at the event the following year and the following year and building and building. And the teams that win this weekend, they'll be the teams who do that. Yeah. We're ambitious, building, have a team ethos, which also impacts on the individual because if you've got that team ethos, you know, you go to Uganda, Kenya, they have those groups 
like uh, quality runners, um, champions, Olympic gold medals, and they have these wonderful groups of runners who are there waiting for you at half six in the morning. They run, they eat, sleep, then they run again, you know, in these camps. But they've got these groups of runners and the, the, the banter, the easy runs. If they're too tired in, in the afternoons, they, they don't run. They just don't run, you know. Yeah, they yeah. listen to the body as well. And they're sleeping, eating, you know, okay. But the, the point I'm making is that team, collective body, which perhaps is what, is what you're missing because you've said that within the group. You yeah, know, you, yeah, yeah. That's maybe where you look at the very best and that's what they have. They have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to Birmingham this Saturday, but also uh, thinking in, to myself, well, where's this going in the future? We, we, we've got some guys there who are ambitious, so hopefully they will, will work this um, with some of the older guys to, to see to it that we, we don't just pull lots of guys from different ships for, for, for battle, but we create something from grassroots, yep. collectively stays together for the long term, year in, year out, not just a glorified bunch of prima donnas one year and then nothing the next, but to bring them in from the grassroots and, and for them to have that real pride about them to want to, to do it. Now, I recall you were on Strava before your marathon and you were, you, you like to do the Strava thing. You were looking at this guy who's running up and down hills uh, in, in Spain, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it uh, was Nigel, it was Nigel. The same guy? Yeah, it was Nigel. So, yeah. He was at the relays and then he was running up and down hills So he came, he came back the day before the relays, yeah? He came back the day before the relays. And you were wondering, like, what's what's he? Why is he running up and down hills? Oh well, yeah, I thought it was a, you know, I mean, N- Nigel's had a, a fantastic hills pay the season. bills, Matthew. Yeah, well, he's had a fantastic cross country season. Yeah. Um, he, he was, he was fourth, I want to say, at the national. Yeah. Uh, maybe fifth, fourth or fifth. Um, mm. so he, he had an absolutely fantastic cross country season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, really strong on on the hills and things like that, yeah. and. Um, yeah, no. The, the last couple of weeks, he seemed to be. He, he was out in Spain and seemed to be doing a lot of running up the hills. And it just, I just uh, thought uh, it was. It seemed. It yeah. seemed a bit of a mad one when, obviously, Manchester being quite a flat, a flat course. But obviously, it, it delivered the results for him. Will that um, make you? Th- will that make you think again about hill implementing? Oh well, I've I've said um, I've said looking back at the training block um, from this bit is that yeah, I need I need some more hills. I think. I, I, in the past, I've had enough hills just running around St Helens. It's it's a hilly place to train and run around. But Can I haven't uh, I haven't been running around St Helens that much. Um, a lot of my runs have, have been obviously from from uh, West Derby to St Helens. Um, you're more of a scouser now, aren't you? Yeah. I don't know why you <laughs> but, haven't joined um, us, but you know, but, um, you know the, the most hills I get there is just the little tiny roller coastery sort of bits of the of the of the lanks, which isn't which aren't hills. Um, so I think you know that's that's maybe lacked a little bit of some of the strength. St. Helens, you've got the highest point in Merse- Merseyside. Uh, yeah. You know, we got what some of the great cyclists come to uh, Shelley Brow. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Mossbank Hill, but it's tarmac. It's heavy on the. You want an actual hill, really? Yeah. Well, we and used to recently, we used to go out in Shirdley and run around Shirdley and up and down perfect. and tempo pace it up and down the grass, which perfect. was which is a great sort of session. Yeah, so perfect. there's stuff like that that, I, that yeah, I've, I've definitely been missing and. You know, part part Let of me this give you next a great, great, a great hill session 
we had uh, Jenny Clegg on the oh, show yeah, recently, yeah. and she mentioned Camp Hill. She had a great run as well. She just missed her uh, three ten. Three ten, yeah. yeah she yeah. just missed it, yeah. That's good. Which she had a, a bad build up, didn't she? She had little like, n- niggles and injuries and stuff. So she had a, well, a great run on the day. Oh no, well, that's what I thought when uh, when I saw the results. Well, she mentioned I asked her for a, a session of hills. Yeah. So she mentioned Camp Hill, and just unbelievable, really, by chance that same week weekend, I ended up doing a hill session with Bernie's boys at Camp Hill <laughs> and um, the session was taken I believe from Ernie Gallagher right. who, who was a, I think a coach at the Harriers years yeah. ago but it was based off a Lydiard session so we charge up this hill it's all grass grass hill it's a gradual gradual incline and then it gets much steeper right near the top you get mm. to the top and then you really puff in you know it's I think it's tail apart but time like not severe but like much longer. more longer, you know, and then it does get severe near the top. Yeah. Get to the top. Well, telepark, yeah, it's, it's telepark's much smaller, basically, you know. But you get to the top and you're really puffing, and then you jog gently across the top, catching your breath. And as you get right along, like the top, you know, you're running on the flat, really. Yeah, yeah. And then you turn, and then you do forty steps. You count two twenties, like real fast paced steps. Yeah. You count them in your mind, you know, twenty two two times twenty. So you you basically sprinted across. Again, more or less like a flat surface across, right, puffing again, you know, and then you jog gently down the hill, all the way down the hill, meander like sort of a a snake sort of path, and then you come to the bottom, and then you go threshold right across the bottom, pushing it, pushing it, quite a distance actually, I I wouldn't like to guess the the distance, Um, you know, it could be... 600 400 meters 400 meters maybe i don't know what it is it's yeah. it's, it's a long threshold push yeah. and then again you turn around start to amble back catching the breath that's one set yeah so we do six sets or we did six sets uh this saturday and this is a block of eight so these hills are now really charging the strength but then at the end of the session this one richard mixed it up a bit more we had 10 um, so after we'd done the six sets, yeah. we got right near the peak of the hill, sort of like 10 seconds from the top. We did these sprints, so 10 seconds sprint on the steepest part, going up, and we did six of them. So, it, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought, this is perfect. I wasn't thinking, you know, oh no, I was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really killed there, you know, but yeah, I know, yeah. I know this is going to make me stronger. Yeah. And I've got a group around me who are willing to do it. If I was on my own, I think that would be very difficult for me. Yeah. Well, you, you, you'd probably do it on your own, wouldn't you? But yeah, well, then that's where, you know, like you say, that's where my, my weakness <laughs> is a little bit maybe And when it comes to the race day is, is mm-hmm. I don't have that practice of, of being yeah. in a group and, yeah. and, and, and running with a pack sort of thing. So. I always think it's a pity that like all the great runners in this area, you know, I'm, there's not many of them, you know, great runners, yeah. I wouldn't say. Uh, I'd say you're a, you're a great runner, yeah, but there's not many... Uh, decent let's use the word decent because great great something yeah. else isn't it you know decent runners I, I've, I've often wondered why they don't all all like come together you know because in Kenya Uganda they all just automatically yeah, yeah, yeah. come together like a family yeah. and they work together and they all grow but over there I think we, we are much more individualistic we we think about number one but to our detriment we don't realise it's to our detriment down the yeah, line yeah, yeah. we don't make as much progress whereas if we were all collectively the best or decent runners coming together, yeah. even from different clubs yeah, training yeah, yeah. together, more so, then we'd be we'd be 
growing Inter- yeah, internally yeah. growing and, and yeah but it's, it's interesting because you mentioned like um, training groups in Australia I think you have a different way of working over there America, right? yeah, America, America yeah America yeah. you know instead of traditional clubs yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're like well they have like all the professional teams and things like that uh, different groups and stuff and and train with it really they don't have a they don't really have a, a club system not like we have in the in the uk sort of thing but um okay yeah. okay listen it's how many minutes are we on now 40 minutes 40 minutes that's nice that's nice um we're not going to do a very long show today but um how let's go say going forward what's yeah. your next race going forward so um there's a there's a i'm probably going to do a half marathon um in early may um, and then a 10k a couple of weeks after that. And what are your what target times for the, these these? Uh, uh, the, the half more more is is, is I want to go for uh, 65-28. So you want to beat that? I want to beat that, but I yeah. also want to try and the goal is to try and win the half. I think, Ooh, um, what, and what, and, what, and that what, should hopefully come with a PB if I'm, I'm doing that. Um, but it's it's the it's the Run Gatwick half, which is also the England champs half marathon champs, um, and first. Um, finish gets an automatic selection for, for the Copenhagen um, half marathon to run for the England team. So that's that's what I'm sort of chasing. Who will you be going up against? I don't know. To be fair, no um, I don't know who else is who else is doing it. So um, and then yeah, a couple of weeks after that, I've got a, a the Great Manchester 10K, um, which has Mo Farah in it uh, and Andy Butchart and things like that. So that that hopefully is that'll be a race where I'll I'll want to be going for a, a, a good PB. That you know the the position. Um, and a PB, a what's there, your but, currently 10k? Uh, it's 30-11, so um, yeah, I, I I think I'm well capable of, of running um, under under 30 minutes and uh, hopefully to the lower end of the 29s, so um, that's what I'll be I'll Would be you like to break 29? Or is I'd, I'd love to break 29, yeah, and I'll, I'll probably give that a crack to be fair, okay. but um, we'll, we'll see what what paces and, and stuff's going on. It's not a, a course I've run on before or anything, so... so we're in April now, sort of the, the beginning of April, and and so next month it's it's four. It's not that long away. No, no. Four weeks or five weeks. The marathon, the half marathon. Yeah, so um, I think it's like the seventh of May or oh, the eighth so of May it's, or something it's more like, like that. Four, four or five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so the twenty second. Do you do you have enough time to recover from this marathon? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know the the. There's a couple of days. E- I've had a couple of days easy now. Um, I'm probably going to go for a, an easy run today, just to shake the legs out a little bit, and then just a couple of easy runs the rest of this week, and and then yeah, try and get back into a, a bit of training next week. Probably won't do a session for another week or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, my legs feel really fresh. To be fair, they, they, don't, they don't feel anywhere near as 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 beaten and battered as they as they did after Manchester last October, um, which maybe is obviously a sign of. Of, of being fitter this time round, and um, I've also done a lot of conditioning work this time round because of of injuries that I've had in this marathon training block. So um, I think that's probably helped with with me feeling a bit fresher and things from it. So um, you know, yeah, I, I think there's enough time to turn it around. I mean, if there isn't, then you know, we might we might drop the half and and have that 10k as the. And when is the, the 10k? The 22nd of May. So there's a there's a bit so, longer to that. Yeah. That's interesting. And then, and then, you know, it's probably going to be a December marathon or be the next marathon that I, I do. December. I'm going to have a little play with some some track races and hopefully have a so good battle no, with you over a 3K when you when you go to try and break my yeah, my, my which, time that I've run and, and see is, what you can which do. Which is? Um, 8.37. 8.37 to beat for, for 3K. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should nice. be able to do that. I did that when I was 16. So I mean, you, you, do, you did the 3K the other year. You didn't beat it. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, I did that a week after a marathon. So. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. The, uh... <laughs> so, um, hmm, December, the next marathon, that's a bit of a shame because December's a, it could be snowing, you know. You... Well, I'll be going abroad for it. Oh, so somewhere okay. nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time you went abroad, there was... Um, civil unrest wasn't there, there was, in the uh, Caribbean yeah yeah, yeah that was, uh... <laughs> but no I, I probably I, I'm, I'm looking at likes of Valencia um, in December which is known to be a quick course or um, the so you, California International Marathon as well so you couldn't do a marathon in let's say two or three months time uh, I could do but I want to have a go at some of the track stuff I, I, okay. you know I want to okay. try and get that speed in a little bit take a break and do speed, some speed stuff speed before work, I go back and then, and then build again for the marathon yeah. so basically is that the basic idea so now having um, run the marathon you're now you know weather should be getting better we had a good March yeah. April's not been so good but you're going to be looking at going to the speed the shortest yeah so this, yeah probably the 5k i want to throw a couple eights and 15s in there because those pbs are from when i was a kid still so i'd like to to break some of them and as well like and i think i'm strong enough to do that are well, you gonna you're gonna go to 800 meters yeah i gotta go down oh, some okay. of the real short okay. stuff and have yeah. a little play um play about with that yeah um there'll be no medals for that really but um, no you, you'll be basically what the, 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 the physiology of it is that you're getting the speed yeah. in your legs. What, is that what you would say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it's a nice uh, mental break as well. Break, you know. bring mental break. Yeah, from all the from the marathon work to do something a little different and things like that. Okay. Um, and, you know, and it'll be representing the team, the the the, the, uh, the Northern League and stuff like that. It's probably where I'll probably get eights and fifteens in. I probably won't do them. Maybe a Trafford or well, something I, like I'm, that. But I'm planning on doing that myself. I know so. you are. So we'll be, yeah. we'll be, we'll be <laughs> get to race a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like watching the Formula One shows, isn't it? Sort of thing where their rivals go up against each other, yeah. they're friends, friends uh, the rest of the time, and then they have to hit the track. And you you be Ferrari, and I'd be like one of those um, well, low, like low budget, or something, low yeah. budget cars, you know, that uh, doesn't get off the grid. Yeah, Williams, <laughs> <laughs> Damon Hills making a comeback. He he was brilliant. I think he won won the world championship. But we won't talk much about Formula One. I mean, that's not a real sport, is it? I've well, really, got it, I've really got into it recently. So. <laughs> Only because you, you're about to pass your driving license. That's it, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that's how you learn to drive. You know, watch them. Um, <laughs> oh, no. But um, and the other one, the other one is is what I did do on Sunday uh, in Manchester was I ran underneath the qualifying standard for the European uh, fifty kilometer championships, which 50. is held in October. Oh, um, how so do I'm, you find out about all these uh, options that you've got? Because I, I, I would struggle uh, under knowing. Um, well, just look on the web. To be fair, well, to be fair, that one came through um, an email with uh, about Manchester when they were telling us what the the times were for the so Commonwealth you... and the Europeans. That this one was on there as well, and it surprised me. And I had a look at it, and it was two nineteen, which obviously I've already run. So when you before, start so. when you start running faster times, uh, you you get the offers, or do you still have to go and search for? No, them? you still have to go and search for them and things. It's an odd odd sport in that regard. I think it's very odd because say one man wasn't aware and he didn't go searching, he could be potentially faster. And I'm sure it's happening all the time. 
than the other person who's unaware of this particular event yeah. that they I, could represent. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think if you if you're a standout performance, the likes of, oh, yeah. of Johnny or something like that, people are, are coming yeah, searching for course, you. But yeah. if you're yeah. in that sort of, well, you got people doing that for you, then haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an individual like yourself, you've got to do all. Yeah, that you you got to look research. into it. Yeah, and and, it, you and you're know, very good at that, but some people are not. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've missed out on opportunities before when I I, I haven't checked, and then suddenly I've seen something going. Oh, I, I could have put my name in the hat yeah, for that. And yeah, I think so. I mean, even this one, the 50k, I, I thought just running the time. How many miles is been, 50k? Uh, so it's 31. Oh, it's not much more. No, it's 8k extra than a marathon. Yeah. It's an extra 8k. Oh, 8k, yeah. So, uh, which is something is, I feel like 42. 42k. Yeah. Bang on. Yeah. And this is 50k. And when would that be? Uh, October. Oh, so that would be before your marathon in so December. So it would change. Yeah, it would change. Would that, it would, would change, change plans everything. A um, not necessarily because it's right at the start of October. So, yeah, but to prepare and I think for the it, fitness you, would be. Would I would. I'd be training have, for that. Yeah. So, so the shorter stuff would, would would that some of that have to be. Yeah, I'd have to change. To I'd book. have to change the, the the summer plans a bit. Um, well, you still do the eight hundred. I still do some of that, but it probably would stop it maybe in August to train. Interesting. For that, interesting. rather than interesting. Um, mm. You know, go, do that through the summer. Um, mm. But it, but I'll only hear about that. Uh, the team gets picked on the. I think it's the 18th of April, and, this is to um, and they announce it on the 25th. Great Britain, in in where, sorry, in the um, Euro- in the European uh, 50k championships. I'm going to say song contest there. <laughs> yeah. European, yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder how many people have put the. Well, there was. I don't. I don't know. Look, looking at the Manchester, so the the way it's picked, there's one automatic spot from Manchester. You have to be under 2:19 time with qualifying time. Uh, for the marathon and um, obviously you have to be interested in doing it now typically elite marathon runners wouldn't step up to a 50k you you you, you, you know marathon as far as you go you then go yeah, shorter yeah. Um, so there's not many ahead of me that, that I think would do it uh, the only one ahead of me that I would think m- might do it as a possibility because he's done a 50k before and he's actually the, the British record holder for the 50k right, yeah. is, is Dan Nash um, Dan Nash. So and he had he had a fantastic run um, as well. He even had a toilet stop um, mid run, and annoyingly he had a toilet stop and missed the qualifying for the um, the Commonwealth Games marathon for Wales uh, by three three seconds. What was his finishing time? Uh, two fifteen thirty three. Oh well, I, yeah, thirty four. Sorry, so he broke. He missed it by four seconds. So um, him and Nigel Martin. It was Nigel Martin. Yeah. Were, were the same in the same minute anyway don't know, yeah. 215 yeah yeah interesting so yeah Dan was, Dan Dan was the British record holder he's the British record holder for the 50k and so what, he, he what, did this what time would that be I wonder the, um, the record it was two, it's uh, 2 hours and 49 minutes for an extra 4 seconds I think something like that for an extra how many mile 8k 5 mile so for an extra 5 mile hmm yeah that that record is is potentially something that you might be interested in. Yeah, I, I you know I had a look and I, I mean that, was that seriously the best that people have you know done up until this point in history? Yeah, that's the best British record. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. because like we had the goals? From I the think it's a relatively ago. new yeah. sort of distance, the fifty k. To be fair, fifty k uh, road, road, yeah, road, yeah, road, yeah, um, new, new sort of distance. Yeah, but I remember. I mean, I remember I mean Dan, Dan, when he ran that, he he again qualified from running a, ma- a marathon. Um, his marathon best at the time was was two eighteen fifty one. Um, he's obviously now gone a lot faster, and it's whether or not he's he, he wants to go and do that or, or not. Um, they mm. can send a team of three. Um, no one was automatically this weekend also had the 
the 50k and 100k British Championships held up in uh, in Scotland. Um, that was on Sunday as well, and no one ran underneath the qualifying standard for the hundred or uh, sorry for the 50k um, at that race. So what was the winning time of that? I wonder. Um, on, um, I th- it was. F- Two hours fifty six, fifty seven, or something like that. The standard was two hours fifty four, um, mm. so no one went under it. So, um, the, of those three spots, if Dan does decide to take one, I'm I'm, I'm under the individual standard. Um, they have an individual standard and a team standard. Um, so I'm I'm hoping possibly that I, I I might get a call up for that, which obviously will change some of my plans, but gives me um, a call up for that for that mm. GB vest. And quite a few people who I've spoke to um, about the idea of maybe running that have said that you know possibly the 50k stuff like that the, the, the ultra distances might be something that suits me um better because you know as you say i managed to rally after going off hard to to rally to still come away with a pb and and i think the, the speed i was running at i felt like i could have you know, at that point, at the towards the end of the marathon, could have carried on for another eight k. I wasn't killing myself in that. The so. only concern would be to to be jumping ship so early in in, in a very sort of. Well, early, yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that's why I don't think I go much. I don't think I go above fifty k yet, um, because you know, I think you can get away with a fifty k. I don't think it's a big stretch um, in it, which is obviously why they have a standard for you to run under the, for the marathon to qualify for it. But yeah, I think mean, to jump up to something like a hundred k would be a, a very different world of. <laughs> running I, sort I, of thing I, to be I, fair. I could see you running 100k i could see yeah you well well I, in my head i've said to myself that i wouldn't mind you know once i once i retire from miles, thingies, yeah, yeah stuff like that you know maybe after i turn 35 go up to to those sort of distances yeah. and <laughs> you'd be the, the john terrence of um because he he went into all of yeah that, he went into the ultras the, yeah the yeah and, and reading his book was um you know one of the things that made me think they would be interesting um, and yeah. to have a go at yeah. um also controversially Alberto Salazar's book because he he went and um and and won the race over in in South Africa that the, their name escapes me off now but the it's Com- a famous Com- comrades yeah. 56 miles uh, yeah uh, so he won that learning. I think he won that both ways actually um he, he did did he I didn't know that yeah, yeah Salazar yeah he won um, that uh, what in the autumn of his career yeah yeah after he'd retired from from sort of marathon racing mm. and things like that my word well, what's what's next for you though, John Joe? When when I know you've got the relays, but what's what's the the summer season looking like for you? A, a bacon sandwich actually next for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, we've 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 the imminent is is Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and I, I really haven't thought too much um, about anything other than this this weekend. Um, you've been listening to the mother of all podcasts.